You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we got to the podcast, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. Can you do that for us? Uh, we're on the uh, the Twitter at TNWPod. Uh, jeepers, that's a great place to go. So go on Twitter and uh, send us a shout out over there. Also on Instagram, we were at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Very simple, just Talking Wrestling Podcast again. T A L K N W R E S T L I N G. Sorry, I had to think about it for a second. It's just like Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. I've said it many times. Um, also. Uh, we are talking wrestling on every other, other format you can find. We're on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, give us a favorable review and five-star rating. We appreciate you more. Uh, wow. What else can we do? Well, we are also on Spotify. So check us out on Spotify, talking wrestling from never sleeps network. Yeah. If you can't, if you don't have any of these places, just type in never sleeps network into the Google and go to their site and we can, we can, we can convene there. Uh, but back to Spotify, if you're also on Spotify, give me a follow Casey Corbin or comedian Casey Corbin or wherever I'm comedian Casey Corbin and Casey Corbin on Spotify. Uh, I got three CDs, uh, different jokes, um, uh, turtle crossing and vampires are popular. Check those out. Uh, also, uh, talking wrestling is also on, uh, uh, well, we said the iTunes, we said, oh, we're on Facebook. Yeah, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. So check us out there. All the episodes are posted on the Facebook page. Of course it is Facebook backslash talking wrestling. And, uh, if you want to send us a Gmail, you know where you can do that? Yes. Talking wrestling at gmail.com. That's where we are. I think that's pretty much it. We got the Twitter, we got the Instagram, we got the Facebook, we got the iTunes, we got the Spotify. We are wherever popular podcasts are heard. And of course, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, uh, tell the world. So with that said, folks, we got a, a big show of things to discuss, all wrestling related, okay? And not very much talk related. Well, we'll be talking and uh, there will be wrestling. So uh, let's bring in my host from more than six feet away, all the way from Mississauga. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, say hi to Reese Turner. Can you hear me? Hey, buddy! What's going on? How are you? Great. Thanks for uh, thanks for hooking up. As always, uh, yeah. it is. I know you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. And I'll tell you one thing: uh, wrestling is doing all right. There is so yeah. much going on right now. It's yeah, almost buddy. like every night there's something different for wrestling fans to watch, and it's yeah. fantastic. Fantastic time to be a wrestling fan. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So we started off early in the week. Did you uh, get a chance to check out the A&E doc or, or Treasures or anything like that? Yeah, I, I, I'm a week behind. <laughs> I'm a week behind, so I watched an older one. Oh, yeah. Which one did you watch? Did you watch uh, the one on, on Stone Cold or the one on, um, who was the second one? Cheapers. Uh, Roddy Piper. I watched the Stone Cold one. Um, and then I watched the treasures with Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, though I like both shows. I thought they were both good. Uh, I like yeah. I like the um, I like how when Undertaker and Michelle McCool went to the storage yard, they looked like they were in an episode of Storage Wars. Yeah, I think we talked about this last week. We probably and I said, did. Yeah, and I said I hated how he how he just gave the stuff to them for nothing and i was like you should have gotten money buddy you're fine now but in 20 years you're like fuck i gave him that coat for nothing i know yeah. i gave him the coat with the with the purple liner damn it 
That was my purple lighter. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, the Macho Man doc is not as good as the Roddy Piper or Stone Cold. Uh, there. Are... Oh, sorry. I watched the Macho doc. I did see it. Yes, I did. I did see it. You're right. It's not as good as the Austin one, but it was still pretty good. Pretty it was good. all right, but there was like, I I had problems when they brought in Bubba the Love Sponge because <laughs> I don't think he belongs on any thing having to do with wrestling forever no uh, yeah they should never he, talk to that guy since yeah he ruined his he ruined hulk hogan and not yeah. only that uh he betrayed hulk hogan and now he we find out that hogan and him are working together and pissing off the macho man i don't want to know that and yeah. i don't need to know all the details about liz and lex's fucking affair what does that have mm. to do with the macho man he was yeah. with another i did like the part where gorgeous George and him were all fucked up, and they showed them all fucked up on ecstasy. Yeah, but then they're like, "Yo," she was like, "I was at his house, and then I see this monitor with a bunch of cameras in my house." And I was like, "This, oh fuck, macho, you creepy fuck, bro." Oh <laughs> that yeah, was, yeah, that was a bit much. The madness had him a little too tight. Oh, I can't <laughs> even imagine what like, yeah, the the madness exactly. I like. You know, I like my strippers uh, on TV all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what the fuck, Macho Man? Yeah, that was too much. But it was a good, it was it was an okay look. I, I liked some of it, but like most of it was covered already. We know most of what happened to Macho Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. I did, I did enjoy the treasures as well. Um, the idea of uh, uh, going after... Uh, Jerry Lawler's stuff was was great. Um, they're going after his the King of the Ring uh, crown that he had and the King of the Ring robe that he had, which Amazing. is different than the King of the Ring. It's different from when he came in the when he was in the Royal Rumble, because when he was in the Royal Rumble, they couldn't get that crown because Davy Boy Smith shit in it. So I don't know if you ever seen that Royal Rumble where Jerry Lawler <laughs> he walks to the ring with the crown in, like yeah. under his arm. Instead of wearing it, because yeah, That's the rumor the was there was uh, shit from Davy Boy Smith in That's the uh, in the crown because because uh, a lot of people hated Jerry Lawler when he came yeah, in. This, this is what I've heard. It, 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 and, and it was good because uh, they 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 for one for for finally uh, I talked about this. I was on the 400th episode of We Watch Wrestling this week, and I talked about this there. Um, what made me really happy about it was. I am a huge Andy Kaufman fan, and mm. I don't. I find the WWE will embrace Andy when it's good for them. Like, for example, okay. like when they're making the movie The Man on the Moon, and Jim yeah. and Jerry Lawler's involved in it, and he's with the WWE at the time, and so is Jim Ross, and he's with the WWE at the time. So the WWE do big coverage on the making of the movie, and they get their name out there at Andy's expense. Even though they turned down Andy Kaufman, and but what this show did was it finally they finally the WWE on this show finally give credit to Andy and uh, Jerry for starting sports entertainment because that was the first time when yeah. wrestling and pop culture like bled into each other exactly, and it was all Andy and all Jerry and. Um, I was very happy that they finally acknowledged this. Uh, so they wanted something of Andy's, so they wanted the neck brace, his uh. neck brace that he got. And uh, I don't know. They they found it at Bill Apter's place, but I really think that the neck brace, I really think, um, I thought it was sure it would be at Bob Zamuda's house. You know, like I think the guy that played Bob Zamuda, who was his writing partner, and uh, who's the referee in, in some of the matches, uh, who was with him in Memphis. I just thought he would have the best me Andy memorabilia out there, but apparently Bill Apter had it, which mm. is, you know, could be bullshit. I'm expecting Tony Clifton to come in any time and be like, I don't know about that. I have a feeling <laughs> that uh, I think that Apter shoot the ball. Because I'll tell you, Tony Clifton, he's known Kaufman a long time, and uh, he's the one that has the... Uh, the, 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 the fake neck brace that went all over That's his it. face in that place. That's Tony Clifton's famous thing. I can rhyme words. Say any <laughs> word. Go ahead. Say it. Duck. Duck. Fuck. 
Tony Clifton, ladies and gentlemen. How did we get him? We don't know. How did we get him? He he's showed up. He's in my backyard. <laughs> he was chasing out raccoons in the morning. I can hear him. Get out of here, you dirty coons. <laughs> he's back again. You coons. You think you're going to come to my yard and do your fancy dances? <laughs> raccoon. Here again. Baboon. Goddamn Tony the moon. Clifton. Alone. Hockey goon. <laughs> um, so so I thought Tony Clifton would have it, uh, but Treasures was good. We got a big yeah. we got and then we got a big week. Even when this airs tomorrow, last night will have happened, which is tonight because we tape on Thursday. But tonight, yeah. which is last night, was uh, the first episode of Dark Side of the Ring second season. Is it the second season or third Ooh. season? But what we're getting tonight is the Brian Pillman story. So we're going to see some fine reenacting courtesy of our buddy, Channing Decker. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited to see you. I love watching this show. And like to know that you're like, oh, I know that dude. And look at him go, baby. I know. He looks like he looks like Brian Pillman's silhouette so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the hair for it right now. So he's rocking the long curls. Is he? That's great. I love yeah. it that he has the vest. Uh, the vest. It looks great. I can't wait to see it. Um, I, they the, they put the first forty four minutes up on YouTube because it's ninety minutes. Uh, so the first forty four minutes are on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, you can't see it tonight. Go see it there. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be great because I can't. I love Bruce Hart and one mm-hmm. of my favorite tag teams of all time. Bad Company. Brian Pillman. Bruce Hart, you know, how do you think that match went? Brian Pillman did all the work. Hot tag. Bruce comes in, gets the win. That's how it is. Uh, So I'm curious to see that. I think it's going to be great. Uh, But, you know, this is something we can discuss next week after we watch it. Next week's episode is going to be great. Next week's episode, we we got the Brian Pillman thing to talk about. We got whoever's on the dock, whoever's treasures. Uh, we got back- <laughs> whoever's treasures. Whoever's treasures. Uh, we got backlash, a WrestleMania yeah. backlash. WrestleMania backlash. Um, did you know it's an actual backlash of WrestleMania? Like the things I were not happy with WrestleMania, they're fixing yeah. in this pay per view. So it is. If they like- don't fix it, Casey. If they don't fix it, we're going to Stamford, Connecticut. We're going to break the the border crossing rules. We're going down to Stamford. We're going to give old Vinny Mac a piece of our mind. I'll be like this. Listen, I got three quarters of a Velociraptor skeleton. You can put that in your office, but you give creative to Casey and me. And you let us set it straight because you're 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 fucking up. Well, I'll tell you, I was not happy that Bailey did not have a match at WrestleMania. She was the PWI ranked number one female wrestler of the year. Her tag team with Sasha was the top, was the fifth best tag team uh, of the year. And this girl does not have a match. Well, she has a match at Backlash, and it's against Bianca Belair. And that is a match that I want to see. If Bianca Belair does not retain the strap, though, I'll be furious. I'm just saying. Either way, I think it's going to be a hell of a match. And uh, Bianca Belair should retain, but it should be a good match. And. I hope Bailey doesn't get screwed over too badly. Um, <laughs> we get, we got, uh, we also have Ripley versus Oscar in a rematch. I wasn't happy with that, but now they've added Charlotte Flair to it, so we have a vicious three-way. I'm expecting Charlotte Flair to win, but I will be real happy if Oscar comes out with the title. I want Oscar to win, but I have the, I'm of the opinion that it's going to be Ripley. She's going to retain. God damn it. Believe it or not, Ripley might win. That's what I think. Ripley's, believe it or not, <laughs> got the longest streak in, in history. <laughs> um, and and then and there's only three matches uh, announced so far. So Lashley versus Braun versus Drew. Okay. And there we go. And... Uh, I'm expecting Bobby Lashley to retain the title because he beat Drew uh, at Mania, and uh, with Braun in the mix, he's. I think he's going to come over victorious again. Yeah, I have a similar feeling. I think that Bobby Lashley is going to retain. There we go, Bobby Lashley. Uh, That's my thought. 
Yeah. Um, did you see any of Raw this week? I watched a, a little bit of Raw. Um, I was uh, uh, otherwise indisposed for most of the evening, but I managed to catch a little bit. Uh, I'm, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. Lead the way, and I'll see. I'll tell you if I, I caught it. There was a guy that said, okay, so there's this guy. Uh, I don't know his name exactly because I haven't really been following Raw, but he's uh, it's not Mansoor, but it's another guy, and this guy is feuding with Drew Grulak, and this guy carries around a rose. He's kind of oh, like an Alberto does, Del Rio type guy. Does, yeah, uh, Angel Garcia. Okay, Angel Garcia. Yeah, the WWE is Sammy Guevara. He's their version of Sammy. That's what I feel. And I feel that this Angel Garcia guy, um, Drew Gulak says to him, your record. Angel Garza. Yeah, he said, your win-loss record smells like that rose. And oh. uh, th that's not good. So then um, the, the guy said to Drew Gulak, he said, well, after tonight's match, I'm going to take this rose and I'm going to shove it up your ass and you'll see how it smells then. Um, okay. And then yes. they wrestled. And after the match, he opened up his tights and he shoved the rose into his ass. Well, he's a man of his word. I respect that. What's his name? Angel Garza. I like him. Is that his name? I don't I don't want ass play unless it's an atomic drop. I don't yeah. want ass play in my fucking wrestling matches. You know, happens, and this is hey, listen, it happens. This is such a Vince McMahon thing. Oh yeah, Angel Garza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're gonna give him a flower and shove it up his ass. <laughs> yeah, he he man of his word. Listen, Drew Gulak, poor guy, he's just not, you know, not doing it. He's he's an enhancement talent. Let's, let's call him what he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was an enhancement talent. Um, so the, I saw that on Raw. Oh, and I saw my new favorite tag team. Uh, not now. We've 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 come. We've we brought one of the things we're going to talk about later are our top ten tag teams of all time. Uh, yeah. I did not include this tag team, but they might be my favorite tag team right now, and it's R K. Bro, like this yeah, is the, pretty funny. This is like I wanted the high heels. This is the best version of that I could get, possibly the vapor yeah. and the fucking paper. Oh boy, yeah. RK bro, I, I like it. it but it, let's see how they, because they're not going to last forever. Let's see how they break up. That'll that'll tell me how much I like them as a team. Well, how much it hurts when they go. Well, right now it's like watching. I feel like it's watching Bob Holly and Crash Holly. Because Bob Holly, when he used to come out, he was so jacked. And then Crash Holly was a tiny version of him. And then he comes out and runs. It's like the big dog and the little dog that wants to run around and just impress yeah. him. And that's yeah. what Matt Riddle, he's just like, there was one part of the match where Randy Orton, uh, you know, he already arcade the, like he just already RKO'd the guy. He didn't go for the pin. He looked at Matt Riddle. And Riddle's like, oh my God, are you, are you, are you going and then he tags him and then Matt Riddle like jumps over and he gets the pin one, two, three. And they were like, so, uh, the celebration was hilarious. And it's just like, you know, the one thing missing out of Randy Orton's career that, uh, Stone Cold's career has and Kurt Angle's career has and Booker T's career has is, um, and Shawn Michaels and Hunter Hearst Helms' career has as well, is um, Randy Orton has not done any comedy. Ever. I don't remember one angle where there was a time where we were laughing at Randy Orton. I'm sure there's a, a, a time we're forgetting. Somebody's going to correct us whenever they... Well, get feel to free to one. correct us, you know, because... Yeah. Uh, Send us a letter. We're, 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 we are... Where is... Where, where is... Uh, where is jacked up as uh rk bro i'll tell you that right now as a matter of fact if we were to have a match against rk bro i would be willing to put our money on us than them on who could outsmoke who oh yeah no question buddy no on an outsmoking thing us 100 percent. but on anything else them 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> I will tell you this. I will say, um, 
but I do embrace the idea of Randy Orton doing comedy or some version of it. And uh, Riddle is is hilarious. Uh, and these guys are entertaining to watch. And I hope they don't break them up. I hope they give them a good... Like, when I see this, I, it feels like I'm watching Jericho and Owens all over again. Yeah. And let it run. Let it ride, baby. Let it ride. Yeah, exactly. Let's see what they can do, man. Don't you want... Because the payoff in the end is Riddle versus uh, uh, Orton. Is Orton. And that, yeah. to me, is money. So yeah, and I love I love Matt Riddle in his uh, evil Knievel outfit. He looks so good in it. It's so great. Yeah. I love him honestly. I love Matt Riddle. Like he's grown on me. The stupid stoner stereotype has really grown on me. Yeah, and he's really playing the stoner uh, big time these days. Yeah. But I, I don't mind it. I've yeah, do I. you know it's it just works. another one of my buddies. So, <laughs> uh, so so well. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. AEW. Blood and guts. Uh, I was watching uh, Simon Miller's What Culture, his ups and yeah. his downs. He said there was plenty of blood, no guts. And I was like, fuck that. If you climb to the top of the cage and you're on the roof of that thing, that takes guts. All right? I I, I do not like oh, heights. Right. And uh, falling from that height, it doesn't matter what age you are, it takes guts. Going into that match yeah. alone yeah. takes guts. Like, why does Sean Spears yeah. feel the need to bring a chair into a match that does not need a chair? You know, but then. I loved it. He's the chairman. He's the chairman. Yeah, because he can't have enough gimmicks. You know? I know. I am not a Sean Spears I, uh, fan. I honestly, I love Sean Spears. We, we, we've talked about this before. Negative let's, let's go through the card as it happened. Let's go. Let's go to the card. Let's, let's do it. So. So the show started off, and we were treated right away to a banger of a match. Is Kenny Omega here or not? And then all of a sudden, he's here. Perfect. I know what I've loved Michael Nakazawa for a while, but I've really been enjoying this making fun of QT Marshall uh, character. Yeah, uh, that he's doing the gimmick with the clipboard and the headphones. It's amazing. So that was a great, great little way to start. Moxley and Kingston versus Omega and Nakazawa. Great curtain jerker, buddy. I did enjoy the Nakazawa how they uh, how they <laughs> how they showed all the great Japanese uh, n- uh, New Japan champions over the years, and then, and then Nakazawa. Nakazawa and he is not a Japanese legend at all. No, not no. at all. And uh, and and but you know what? This is basically was a good start. Beat down Kenny Omega. Um, you know, and a, a good way to, you know, like a v- good violent way to, um, start blood and to guts. start blood and guts, which is, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. which, Kingston which and Mox take yeah. the win and then the elite beat the piss out of them <laughs> that they did. Yeah. Uh, that's how you start a show. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes, he was wrestling, uh, QT Marshall, as you brought up QT Marshall, um, yeah. Not to be confused with uh, with uh, Eddie Edwards in Impact, who dresses just exactly like him. But QT Marshall uh, comes in. He's wrestling this Cody Rhodes guy. Uh, there was one spot where they were going to do a Tombstone Pile Driver, but then they kept flipping it. Like one guy yeah, would shift that... his weight, and then the yeah. other guy would have him in the Tombstone. And then it's like a uh, this is well, that's why the Tombstone is like a sixty nine because you can benefit okay. from both ends. And they just kept. Flipping it and flipping it, so it looked like they were walking backwards, but with their feet going over each other's heads. It yeah. was really trippy to watch that. It was great. Yeah. I've seen it like I only saw that like once before, way back in the day, like switching, like switching tombstones. Well, maybe like once, but never, exactly. mul- never yeah. like four or five times in a row. That was amazing. It was amazing. Then he just spiked them. Gaboosh. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was great, and then he hit him with the crossroads. And uh, you know, like, there's not a lot of things that excite me about Cody Rhodes these days. But uh, all of a sudden, he came out fucking bloody too. He was blood. I don't know where he got the blood from, but uh, he was pretty bloody by the end of that match. Even though I didn't see him get hit, so I don't know how he got so bloody. 
it was like a weird placement too. It was like this. It looked like it was the side of the eye. Yeah, I was like, is he bleeding out of his eye? What the fuck is yeah. going on? Uh, but yeah. but again, another great match. Um, he takes the win with the figure four leg lock. Britt Baker continues to dominate. She is the number one contender. Next week, she will be going for the belt that she may very 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 well may win. Now, I think she will. Yeah, no, I think she will. She's wrestling uh, a girl I've never heard of, who's nope. apparently from Calgary, and hey. her na- and her name is Julia Hi. Hart, which is weird because Brett's ex-wife is Julie Hart. I don't know of a Julia Hart that's in the Hart family, and I don't know if she if this one is part of the Hart family, but is it? But it is a coincidence that it's a Julia Hart from Calgary. Uh, I'm curious to find out who it is, and uh, I will say she is she is cute AF, as the kids say. <laughs> but she's no match for the talents of Britt Baker, unfortunately, and Reba, not Rebel. So Or Rebel, not Reba. I don't know. What is the difference between Rebel and Reba? I've seen Rebel wrestle many times, but I never called her Reba. Yeah, Tony Schiavone just does some weird stuff, and I love it. (laughs) He's the only one who has a problem with it, I think. Yeah. What other matches we got? We got that. We had that big four-way tag team match with SCU. SCU is threatening to retire. Uh, Yeah, if they lose. Yeah. Well, I I thought they were retired. I they were gone for a while. Now they're well, they've back. been wrestling on dark. They've been wrestling on dark like crazy. Well, Scorpio Sky is not even part of SCU anymore. Yeah, he left a while ago. So after just... he lost to Darby Allen, he turned heel. Well, wait a minute. Now what? Now oh, he went at Darby Allen last night, and they yeah. they went to the top of the top of the, the top of the Damn, threw him down the stairs. He, he ran up a he ran up a, a ladder and he coffin dropped him. From the front, it's like they're at the top of the amphitheater. They don't need to get higher. But Darby yeah. Allen climbs a fucking ladder and just does a coffin drop out of nowhere on cement on the edge of a fucking roof, and then he gets thrown down the stairs ridiculously. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Dude, it's crazy stuff. It's just crazy. I know. Crazy stuff. The only thing crazier I saw this week was when the in the NHL, a guy named Tom Wilson that played for the Washington Capitals. He took a guy's head and tried to ram it into the ice. The guy's name is Panarin, so I said he tried to flatten some bread. Anyways, he tried uh-huh. to put his face into the ice. The guy's face is all fucked up, and you know how they fix it? They put ice uh-huh. on it. What's that all yeah. about? Just lay, lay down flat. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyways, Darby Allen is uh, fucking insane, and uh, I can't wait for this match to happen. Now, but then we have that, yeah, we have that four-way where we have SCU, we have uh, the Lucha, the Lucha, the Lucha team, uh, not the Lucha, Luchasaurus, and yeah. the uh, the Dinosaur Express. Is Jurassic that what they're called? Express. Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Jurassic yeah. Express. That's it. Uh, not the Geriatric Express. That's a whole different Express. Yeah, that's the that's, Rock and Roll Express. That's. The- <laughs> <laughs> it is. It so is. <laughs> they're so old. Sorry. I'm sorry. Whatever. Whatever. I'm worried that if you hit one of them the wrong way, they'll turn to dust. Robert Gibson looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's so crazy. So 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 yeah. So then there's the the the, the Jurassic Express, and then there's uh, there's two more tag teams in there. Hold on. Let's uh, try to figure out who these are. I'm trying to recall from memory. Um, mm. Mm. It's not hitting me right now. Who were the other two teams in there? Do you remember? The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed, yes. That was one of them. It was, the, the four teams were SCU, The Acclaimed, Jurassic Express, and the Varsity Blondes. Oh, oh yeah! And the guy and Scorpio's guy said to Brian Pillman Jr. that he was going to end up on Dark Side of the Ring oh. just like his dad. Yeah, that was, uh, what's it called, Max Caster. Oh, is Max Caster that said that? Yeah, it's great. Again, un- uncalled for. Uncalled no, for. But awesome. I love- Max Caster's been growing on me, dude. This dude's been growing on me, kissing people's, kissing people's hands, 
throwing up the weird A thing. I, listen, uh, those two guys have grown on me a little bit, the acclaimed. I do like it during watching A&E, and, and then in the middle of A&E, they'll throw on a commercial, and Ric Flair will be doing a car commercial and with Peter Avalon getting clotheslined in it for, like, Union State oh, yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Rick, Rick Flair should be selling cars. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great match, man. The uh, Eliminator was great. And SCU came out on top to, to stay a tag team because the next time they lose, they, they'll no longer wrestle as a tag team. So they won. Uh, so that qualifies them to uh, face the Young Bucks for a, a, a title match. And you got to kind of think now this might be the end of old SCU, huh? No, I don't necessarily believe me. The Young Bucks and SCU are no strangers to each other. They have been wrestling each other for the last 10 years. Probably, They have probably wrestled SCU more than many of the other teams that they've faced. I will 100%. say that. And one yeah. of the greatest matches I've ever seen was uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan War Worlds at the Don Koloff Center here in Toronto. Uh, it was the Elite the the mighty the mighty uh the mighty young bucks against uh and Kenny Omega against SCU. However, it was uh, Kazarian Daniels and uh, instead of Scorpio Sky, who I do believe was injured, they replaced him with uh, Tanahashi from New Japan. So we have basically, it, you know, Tanahashi is not really a heel. SCU, not really. Technically, the elite are supposed to be in the heels, but everybody is cheering for everybody in this match. And there was a spot where um, they, similar to the tombstone spot, there was yeah. a spot where uh, Canadian destroyers and they turned into Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> no, but close. But I. So basically, what would happen was I think it was Kazarian got super kicked. By the by, both Bucks off of the ring apron, and he fell into the arms of Tanahashi and Chris Daniels, and they just popped him right back up onto the apron, where he got super kicked again, and he fell back into their arms, and they just popped him right back up onto the apron, and he got super kicked again, and he <laughs> fell back into their arms, and they popped him right back up. They did it like four times, and it was hilarious. It That's was fun. great. It was such a great spot in such a great like match. That. So I am a big fan of SCU, yeah, and so, uh, so I'm, I'm glad they came out. Get, yeah, so get ready to mourn them next week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yes, uh, Tony Clifton's going to make an appearance. <laughs> uh, no, uh, who knows? Who knows? But uh, I will say this. I like the Bucks' heels. Uh, I think uh, Matt Jackson's gum-chewing game is at the level of Shawn Michaels' And uh, it's pretty awesome. Sidebar, um, I figured out how to get into uh, the network online. Uh, and now I watched a special last night called Dudes with Attitudes. And it was all about Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash and how their relationship formed and how they became and how they started the click and everything. And, of cool. course, how they changed the business. Um, yeah. But, but uh, Shawn Michaels just kept saying... I wasn't very popular in the dressing room. I wasn't very popular in the dressing room. That's because he was a fucking dink. Exactly. Ex oh. I was like, I was like, stop saying that you weren't very popular in the dressing room and just fucking admit Cop that you were a it. fucking a prima donna prick asshole. fucking asshole. You yeah. know, uh, you forfeited. Know. Just he forfeited all of his titles. He never Every time. jobbed. And then when when Brett wanted to forfeit to him, he wouldn't do it. You know, it's just like it it really bothers me. But it also bothers me that he's Shawn Michaels and he's so fucking good. But they skipped his AWA career. In that they started out with him down in the mid south, and then they just jumped to the WWE and said he we never got the world title. I'm like you had it as the Midnight Rockers, um, and it was a, it was a it was a really good documentary because I love Kevin Nash. I like the click. I love nice. Shawn Michaels, even though I hate Shawn Michaels. And, uh, yeah, it's a very good documentary. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Look. And it's great. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I'll give that a look for sure. But what do you think? Because after that, what we were talking about before, we got into the Blood and Guts match. Yes. Which, like, 
I, I have a conversation going with some comedian friends, uh, and it, we were joking about how funny it was to hear them try to mention it without calling it war games. Like, yeah. Arn Anderson fought in the first Blood and Guts match in 1987. <laughs> and it's, it's I, like, do believe, I do believe Arn Anderson was hiding in the back because they thought that he was going to go in first, even though he wasn't even in the match. Because he was in the first at all the war games. And that yeah. five-minute starting is a lot different than the, the three-minute three intervals. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, but we had a good we had a good start to it, man. Fucking I, Sammy and fucking Buddy Boy Dax there. Was yeah. it Dax or Cash? I can't remember. But they fucking went at it. It was I loved it. I loved it. I loved it all throughout. It was funny, there was one time it was either Santana or Ortiz. Uh he had a billy club, like one of those ones that the cops use now where they just like yeah. the they, they beat the shit out of people with. He had one of those, and he was using it. And wow, wow, like Wardlow is insane. Um, it was great. Honestly, you know, it was built well. The match was built phenomenally well, I think. But this is something that AEW has to get under control. Their production is letting them down. Their talent is crushing it. But their ta- now their production now for the second pay per view in a row is catching or their second big thing in a row is catching heat for execution of like a crucial final moment. You know when Jericho went off the side, everybody's making so much fun of the crash pad, the 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 metal that he went through. That on one side was metal, but on the other side you could see was just plain. Oh cardboard. no, they no they were they were none of them were metal. How they got them all to look like cardboard. Or or wood, uh, metal. Yeah. The, the metal is is amazing. But that was my problem because you first yeah. of all, okay, I didn't have a problem at the finish because you know to see somebody of Chris Jericho's age to get thrown off that fucking cage, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I don't, and it, it like it, if if it, if it's real and like if it's real, you got to buy in that all these guys look up to Jericho. Jericho has made these these four guys underneath him. He's their leader, yeah. and they're going to fucking – and MJF is going to throw him off of there. It's like, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. We surrender. I've never seen a War Games end like that where they said we surrender. I, I did think it made sense, and I had no mm. problem with it. But then, of course, MJF was really tapping into the heel. There was a blood on his face. He looked evil. He looked evil. That was great. And, and he – Great end. And you knew he was going to throw him off. So he throws him off, and uh, immediately as Jericho hits, they went to the wrong camera angle, yep, the wrong 100%. camera side. They should have went and far. And they stayed there. And they stayed there. Horrible choices. And they fucked it up. We saw the under. We saw underneath the metal that it wasn't metal, that it was cardboard or wood. And, uh, cardboard. And, 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 and really, it really affected everything. But do I say, but yeah. I say this. How many times have we seen the same thing in the WWE oh, no, with Shane so, or Big Show? To be a little bit better, and this is all they had to do, I think, to to make it a little bit better and to make that sequence flow. Right when when he goes, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna throw him. I'm gonna fucking throw him. Give up." And then they're like, "We surrender," and he's like, "God." They surrender, ring the bell, and he's like, "Good." And then he should have just thrown him right away anyway. There shouldn't have been all the umming and eyeing after. Like he should have literally, as soon as the bell rung, he's like this fucking suckers and then chuck them anyway yeah. and then when he hit when he hit the simple way to fucking hide that it's cardboard is you wrap because all they used, did was use a diamond plate wrap on cardboard just put the wrap on the fucking back side and then cut away to another camera from behind him pointing at the cage with all the guys like this no jericho no like there was such a better way to to show us the crowd yeah what happened and it's again it's like the performers did a fantastic job the production team needs to learn how to shoot wrestling better you know i what agree I mean? because they're, they're not good they're not great at it and we have to call a spade a spade i love aw as a product and if they could get their production capable to almost wwe level like i don't want you to to like zoom in every time somebody throws a punch or like dip the camera hard every time somebody hits a stare but 
buddy, give me and some of my friends your fucking production team, and we'll make you some good looking wrestling. You know? Yeah, I uh, I could not uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. However, I do not want that one spot to ruin a fucking fantastic war games match. Yeah, I love the match. Uh, don't get me wrong. I I love the match. Fantastic, Lots of blood. good story told. Good. Yeah, exactly. I would have liked to have seen maybe a couple of inner circle members, or maybe a couple of both members, like because uh, you're eliminated, right? You can be eliminated, or does this match end right away? No, no, you can't be eliminated. The only way it basically uh, what happens is once yeah, everybody's yeah. in, then the war games commence. And then, and and then, so it's the first one to submit or get pinned, or quit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I don't no, understand too about it no. is, the, so so when you come in, okay. So the first guy, so the first two guys go in, and then the second yeah. guy comes in, give you gives you an advantage. But I don't understand why one team has to have that advantage all through the war games. Like if you're the first guy in, uh, the second one. The third time in, they should flip it so that the other guy goes in so they have the advantage <coughs> and then flip it yeah. so that the other but guy. Then, so so one team will have the ultimate advantage because they will have, there's five people, so they will have an extra flip. But, you know, it just makes it a little more fair. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, but. I think they should have to, I honestly think they should have to pick spots for how they come in. You know what I mean? Like there's ten, there's ten spots or whatever. There's five spots or whatever there is. No, yeah. ten. And then they just put all the numbers in a hat, and both teams have to pick numbers, and that's how they enter. So like you have the potential for a five on one if, if like <laughs> if you want to go real, like it's oh no, fuck, he's getting the shit kicked out. Yeah, it's like the ultimate Royal Rumble, or like when five yeah. guys go in, there's like one guy, they're like they all turn on him. It's like oh fuck, I got a powder. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great show. Honestly, Blood and Guts was fucking. And great. you know what? I enjoyed it. I love the cage. I love the yeah. the because the, unlike War Games in the WWE, which are not War Games, because War Games is in a cage, and there is a roof on it. There's a, the WWE does not do the roof on it, so it is not a proper War Games. And this was a proper War Games. There was a full on roof, two rings. The, the the full cage uh, they the uh, not not the gimmick cage where you can see the footholds for the WWE wrestlers that are going to go wrestle on yeah. the top i hate yeah. that yeah, i they gave them hate the, that the corner posts you could just climb up cuz they were like almost like scaffolding yeah so which, it, it looked better it looked better exactly rather than ripping their fucking fingers off from that chain link but overall I give it. I give that match like a strong. I I think it was an A, an A, not yeah. not an A plus, but an A. I'll give it an A too. Yeah. Uh, great a, match. A minus. And I can't wait a. to see the the outcome uh, of it uh, next week. So yeah. now speaking of tag teams, we we're, we're yeah, talking buddy. about top ten tag teams of all time. I guess yeah, we should start prep from, a list. We uh, we well, I guess we should start from ten and go backwards. So okay. I will just say now my honorable mention that did not make the list. I have a list of here. Okay, okay, here we go. Oh boy, oh but boy. Not, so there's a list here. Not in any kind of. I didn't put them in any order. I'm going to try to organize them on the fly. As all right. Go. So all right. So my honorable mention that did not make the list, and yeah. fucking now that I see yours, I'm 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 kind of jealous. But uh, okay, number one. Uh, so coming in at eleven, the British Bulldogs. They didn't make my Ooh. list. It's just because there are better teams nowadays that are that have finally bumped the Bulldogs off. But the British Bulldogs are are fantastic, and I do believe they could last in any era. I like that. So now number yeah. ten, I put in FTR, or uh, you know Dash and Wilder. The, those guys are are fucking rock solid, and they're the new <laughs> Aaron Anderson and Tully Blanchard, and I love watching them wrestle. And they were fantastic in last night's match. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and yep. also, the the knockout punch on that guy that attacked Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame a bunch of years ago. <laughs> another great. reason why these guys are up there. So, yeah, yeah. they're oh, great. At, they're great at cutting the ring off. Uh, they're great at old style wrestling. 
I love it's like punches and kicks and no flips. And uh, yeah, FTR, you know, and, and it's great. They're, they're they're a fantastic tag team, and and of course now they're AEW. They're better than they've ever been. So that's my number ten. Go ahead. Okay, my number ten. Actually, I'm gonna give you my honorable mention as well because I have okay. an honorable mention. So my honorable mention is uh, just because I loved them so much as a kid. Yeah, uh, these guys will always stick in my mind when I think of tag team wrestling, even though they didn't really do much. Uh, was the Bushwhackers? Uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, they the Royal Rumble entrance, the in get tossed out, keep walking, baby. I love their <laughs> these two hardcore fucking guys come in and just play this soft kids characters. Uh, I loved it. I love the Bushwhackers. I always, uh, I always love that. Um, like, can you imagine when they got hired by the WWE and uh, they went in as the sheep herders? And then Vince McMahon was like, no, 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 this is what I want you to do. I want you to eat sardines before the matches. I want you to uh, lick people on the way to the ring. I want you to be a comedy team. You're not going to have to wrestle with barbed wire ever again. And they're like, fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> they had it so I've, easy. So easy. I have, I have two honorable mentions, though. Go ahead. Uh the other one is the Hollywood Blondes. Mm-hmm. Stunning stunning Steve Austin and flying Brian Pillman. They're going to go as my second honorable mention as well. Yeah, they were great. They were fucking fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And now number 10. I don't know where you have these guys. I'm sure you may. I don't know. But uh, I have the Outsiders sitting at number 10. Scott I, Hall and Kevin Nash. Great, great tag team. I do not have them on my list. Yeah, um, I had to like work their work. They won some gold, but it's they changed wrestling. They, they changed have to the be game. On the list. They You're, have to be on the list. All right, I can't argue. They're not on so, my list. But okay, maybe... so are we doing this like my ten beat your ten? So this is what we have to do. We're gonna make the top ten based on our picks. So do you do you think my number ten pick of the Outsiders beats your number ten pick? of ftr yes ftr yes okay so number 10 on the top 10 tag teams of all time is the outsiders okay there we go all right Um, who's your number nine number nine i have uh the current longest reigning wwe champs of all time new day i have the new day in at number nine that's a great choice. Uh, you know, any 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 diversion of the new day is good. Yeah. You can have the high flying combo of of Woods and uh, and and Kofi, or you can have the Heart Foundation inspired uh, big man and fucking worker in Woods and 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 uh, and Big E, oh. or you can have yeah. the high flyer and the fucking muscle man. Three different yeah. tag teams in one tag Beautiful. team, and they're yeah. great and they're entertaining. And they've been on top of the WWE uh, for a long time now, so they're my All number right. nine. Okay, I, I'm I'm already gonna concede uh, my number nine. Your number nine's better than mine. Uh, my number nine pick uh, was the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty version. Um, they were great. I loved watching them as a kid. They were one of my favorite tag teams. Again, one of the more iconic moments in wrestling history was their breakup and the birth of Shawn Michaels. But your number nine, the New Day, I think is a more impactful team than the Rockers. Yeah, I uh, I love the Rockers, um, you know. But my thing is is uh, is the Rockers are just an imitation of the of the fucking Rock and Roll Express, and I don't like them. So um, so I couldn't put the Rockers on uh, my list. So yeah, I will we'll say we'll say New Day wins that wins that battle. Yeah, absolutely. Number All right. eight. Number eight. Do you want to lead this one, or should I? Yeah, I'll lead this one. All right. My number eight pick uh, was a team that teamed for a while, but they weren't really a tag, tag, tag team. But I, I every time they they were on screen together, I loved it. Uh, that's the Rock and Sock Connection. All right. Um, my team might have you beat. Uh, okay. This team is uh, is a team that is one in every. Uh, everywhere they went to wrestle, they won the straps. They won the title. They're not uh, two people thrown together to become a team. These guys were a team from the get-go. 
and uh, you know, great finisher. Um, they're great gimmick. Uh, great a combination of guys, but the two of them together. You want to add the third one to the mix, even that just as good as New Day. Uh, I'm talking about Devon, Bubba Ray. Get the tables. I have the Dudleys at number eight. Okay. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I have them at number six. Very close. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's just put this one aside for now. Oh, no. No, what? we'll give them number eight because I agree that they should be on the list as well. Okay. And you have them placed at number eight. Yeah. So, like, so we'll put them there. So uh, the Dudley boys sit at number eight. Okay. Number seven. Who do you got? These guys changed the business, and uh, we spent, we just spent, uh, I'm going to say we just spent at least 10 minutes, 15, maybe 15 minutes talking about AEW, and you wouldn't have AEW without the Young Bucks. And I know the Young Bucks, I said I wouldn't have the Rockers there because they were an imitation of the Rock and Roll Express, and I know the Young Bucks are an imitation of the Rockers, but they're much more than that. They're the only team to have ever made it big time on their own merit without having to go to the WWE. And that's a big deal. And that's why I have them at number seven. Mm-hmm. And still doing it today. Great pick. Um, the, I have um, Demolition, um, the former longest reigning tag team, uh, champions in the WWE prior to the New Day. I had uh, ripoffs of the Legion of Doom, Demolition. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I, they were fantastic. They were scary to me as a kid. I think I was the right age for them to be effective. Not only so that, that's why were, I have Demolition. They were great wrestlers, and you know, thinking of yeah. of uh, you know, like Vince's had to put a team together that were going to be rivals to the Road Warriors. It could be better than the Road Warriors. And most WWE fans, like, look at they, they, Vince was so successful in creating an imitation Road Warriors for his, his wrestling league that when the Road Warriors came, they were second rate to demolition. How the fuck does that happen? You know, and that always yeah. bothered me. That always bothered yeah. me. Um, so who do you have? I don't have demolition on my list. No. So, so like young, Buck. We'll give it to the Young Bucks because I'm with you on that one. You don't have AEW without them. So number seven, we have the Young Bucks. Yeah. And they beat Demolition. Who do you have at uh, – and all these would be great matches as well, by the way. Um, yeah, who is your number 10 again? Who is your number 10 again? I had FTR, which, okay, but we, we, we're, 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 we went with yours. Yeah, the Outsiders. Okay, so number six, is that what you're asking me? Who's my number six? Yeah, who's your number six? Oh, I had the Dudley boys. Okay. Uh, I have Harlem Heat as number six. Fuck, I have them as number two. Okay. Well, we can okay, we can put that on the on the sidebar for now. Cause we'll, when we get to number two, we'll debate because so we'll just leave six open, okay? No, well, let's just no because we both agree again, this is my my this is why I'm saying this, my reasoning. We both agree that they should be somewhere on the list. Yes. But one of us only thinks to a certain extent, and w- I might just be overly romanticizing them. Uh, so, no, what they're on the list. They're number six. We'll give them six. Okay, again. but they could be higher. Like, like they could be higher. You know, technically, I, you know, could they're, they're they're they're. I will say they're the greatest African American tag team ever. Uh, but I don't even think that should even come into play. The fact mm-hmm. is. Booker T is a legend. Stevie Ray is his brother. Stevie Ray is great on his own. And, uh, you know, he guided Booker through team. those years. And yeah. uh, I think Harlem Heat is just awesome, especially with Scary Sherry. That's one of my yeah. favorite ha- Harlem Heat. And you know what? Booker T still comes into Harlem Heat's music to this day, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, but Harlem Heat definitely on there. Okay. Uh, so who did you have? At, who did you have at six? I had the Dudley boys. The Dudley boys. Okay, so we do have them on. We both have them on. That's important. Yeah. Uh, number yeah, so the Dudley boys, you had at eight. I had at six. So number five, uh, who do yeah. you have at five? I have the Hardy. I have uh, I have the Hardys. Matt the Jeff. Hardys. 
Yeah. I totally overlooked the Hardys. Um, to me, they're part of some of the most iconic tag team moments of like the late ninety, very late nineties, early two thousands. You well, know you, what I mean? Like you, you know what's you know what's funny is is I have the Dudleys. Yeah. I have another tag team that's linked in with the Dudleys, but I don't yeah. have the Hardys. And maybe I overlooked it, but my number five, I put the Steiners. The Steiners were a great tag team. But you know what? Um, I think the Hardys are more important in the history of wrestling than the Steiners. And they're still, they're still doing it today. So let's, let's give, let's give that one to the, the Hardys. The Hardys beat the Steiners. Wow. That would also be a great match. Oh yeah. Number four, I have, uh, for me, my number four favorite. Now, this is where we're getting into, like, my favorite tag team. So these might not be the best tag teams, but these are my favorite tag teams. And so these could be, like, technically, the Steiners could be better than, mm, could be better than some of these tag teams. Maybe not. I don't know. But, But anyways. Regardless, the Steiners. We're gonna we're gonna put the we're gonna put your team in. The Hardys are in there. Uh, my number four, uh, uh, are the Road Warriors. They're probably the most influential tag team of all time. Uh, they are. They won everywhere they went, and uh, and not only that, they can have great matches with great teams. Like a good yeah. team that could wrestle, like for example, uh, Tully and Arn, the Brainbusters. When LOD yeah. would go up against them or the Heart Foundation, you know, we're, yeah. they could have quality matches with quality teams. That's right. Or they could come in and destroy you. Uh, not only that, you know, your greatness is measured on the amount of of wrestlers that imitate you. As far as I'm concerned, in this business, like you know. Hulk Hogan was great, but he was clearly taken from superstar Billy Graham, you know, and you look at all the people that the road warriors influenced the ultimate warrior sting, um, the, the, when they were the blade runners, uh, the, uh, the ascension, uh, demolition, um, mosh and thrash, the headbangers, uh, you know, the, 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 of base, the, the endless, it's almost endless. The, the the tag teams that the Road Warriors have inspired. I just I I uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I have the Road Warriors in it four. Who do you have? Uh, I have uh, <laughs> I have uh, the Lucha Brothers in at number four. Oh. Uh, I have yeah Ray Phoenix and Penta L Zero M. Uh, just because these guys are pushing, they are the future to me of wrestling and what what it can be. They're glorious in the ring. And full disclosure, I have uh, the uh, I have the Legion of Doom higher than you do. Uh, That's rightfully but, so. Yeah, but at number four, I have the Lucha Brothers. Okay, and I and I hate that they're not going to make this list. If we go by what we've previously been doing, I think you know what it's I'm like. Also, five years from now, the Lucha Brothers are guaranteed to be on this list. Yeah, honest to Lord, yeah. honest. But but the thing is, is I don't even think the Lucha Brothers were a household name until AEW. I knew who they were through Impact. I knew uh, who they were through yeah, like like uh, I started. I found I found them in Impact, and uh, I was amazed at their abilities. Uh, their, their, their matches with the Young Bucks really brought them into light. But for me, yeah. I just think it's too early to put them on, but they okay. will be on here at some time. Yeah, because I, like, I have, the, like, that's where I had them. Like, because they're, honestly, they're fucking phenomenal. No, like, no doubt Phenomenal. Okay, so if you want to put the Road Warriors on here, that's cool. I had them at my number one, by the way. They could be number one. I'm I not even them. arguing with that. We <laughs> That's could, we could, we could, we could, we leave the Road Warriors at four, but we could flip it because I have a because when we'll see nine, my number one, my number one can barely ease the 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 top three or the top four. There's yeah. no honest to God, my honest opinion 
Okay, let's they can revisit all be, four. They can all be interchangeable. So okay, my so top what's your number three. My number, number three. three? Uh, yeah. Best truly Canadian tag team of all time. E and C connection, Edge and Christian. Ooh, great tag team. It's a great tag team, and it's it. I, I, for number three. Two I world have, champions. Two world champions. Yeah, that's it. I, I have the Hart Foundation. Well, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. Well, actually, I will tell you this: the Hart Foundation are better than Edge and Christian, but they're also my favorite tag team, and I have them at number one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But again, so, yeah, favoritism plays in, but. It's just the dynamic yeah. of the Heart Foundation, the finishing maneuver of the Heart Foundation, yes. the coolness the of the Heart Foundation, the fucking fact yeah. that they can wear pink and get away with it. Ah, oh, yeah, you know. But it's like the same for like the you know it's the, I don't know it's the same for the like the Road Warriors you know. You could I think honestly <laughs> tag finisher. Well, that's the thing is, advice. I think yeah. you could flip. You could make the argument, and you could flip the Road Warriors and the Heart Foundations, and the Heart Foundations could drop to four. And the Road Warriors could go to number one. Okay, well, let's uh, let's leave three alone as well. Who's your number two? The Brain Busters, Tully and Arn. The Brain. That's good. Two that's of the four good. horsemen, a team that could beat the Road Warriors and did at Chi Town Rumble in '88. Nice. I had Harlem Heat here, but we put them at number six. But it's funny. So, so, so you what? What are your top four again? Name your top my four. Top, my top four are Lucha Brothers, Heart Foundation. Uh, two is Harlem Heat, and one is the Road Warriors. That's funny that we got we we definitely got. So you don't have Edge and Christian on there on your ten at all? No, because I don't like Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Edge. I never liked Edge. I like okay, okay, okay. I like it. I think it's hilarious that uh, that that I left the Hardys off, and you. I think maybe we put Edge and Christian and Hardys. Maybe we just put Edge and Christian, Hardys, and Dudleys all at one as one tag team because they're all linked together. No, you can't do that, though, because they've also done other stuff. You know, like they work differently. It's a, you know, it's a, this is a good list. Right now we have four, three, and one that are open, like four. I had Lucha Brothers. You had Road Warriors. Three. Uh, I had Heart Foundation, and you had Edge and Christian. Ugh. Two. Uh, you had the Brainbusters. I had Harlem Heat, and one. I've got Road Warriors, and you have Heart Foundation. Okay, so we have okay, so we have Harlem Heat at number six, right? They're at number six. So I think. Um, we can, we can. I'm fine with putting the Road Warriors at number one, and dropping the Heart Foundation at number two, or three, because I had them at number three. Okay, I'll drop the Heart Foundation. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, yeah, you're right. The the Heart Foundation are better than the Brain Busters. Yeah, they they beat them for the tag team titles, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. So, so we can get rid of the Brain Busters because that's a debatable one. Um. Because like it doesn't make sense to have FTR and the Brainbusters on the yeah. on the uh, on the same list. I don't think that FTR made the list, so um, so two Heart Foundation. I'm one. okay with number one being the Road Warriors. I'm I'm good with that too, because they were my favorite. I'm glad you saw sense. Uh, and now we're still number three. We need number three and number four. Well, Edge and Christian have to be in there. So, so if we go, we go, we go, we go. One Road Warriors, yeah. two, two Heart, Heart Foundation. Foundation, three Edge and Christian. Okay. Four. So four is left open. Yeah, I I said Lucha Brothers, and you said they're not ready for a spot yet. Well, that's I know, but the Steiners are also left off too. So I think this fourth spot is one of those teams. Okay, what about what about this? Let's what move about... Harlem Heat up to four. Okay. And then Okay. And then after that, 
bump everybody up one and put the Lucha Brothers in at 10. That's a good list. All right, so, so we read, have, it, read it back to me. What, what we have? What is what is the TNW Pod top ten tag teams of all time? So it's a controversial list. It's a hot list. I love it though. It's great. So number ten, yeah, number ten, we have the Lucha Brothers, uh, which is a fantastic pick. Uh, number nine, we have uh, the Outsiders, who we picked over FTR. Also honorable mention. So I guess all of the people who lo- we. Picked against honorable mentions. Yes, of course. Yeah, uh, number nine or sorry, number eight. We have the New Day, uh, who went over the Rockers. Uh, number seven, we have the Dudley Boys, uh, who went over yeah. the Rock and Sock Connection. Uh, number six, we have the Young Bucks, who went over Demolition. Right. Uh, number five, we have the Hardys, who went over the Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, we have Harlem Heat that went over the Dudley Boys. <laughs> number three, Edge and Christian. Number two, the Hart Foundation. And Talking Wrestling's number one tag team uh, of all time. <laughs> Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, whatever you want to call them, the most dominant tag team. We make sure uh, we say the running. Road Warriors. It is not the Legion of Doom. That is the we can WWE. Let's say fucking everything Road for them. I know. I know. I know. I know. The Road Warriors. I know. The Road Warriors. And most yeah. influential. <laughs> like, that's it. And the best tag team of all time. Hawk, yep. Animal, Jocko, Paul Ellering. <laughs> Congratulations on uh, being the best tag team. And that is it. That is. Another episode of the TNW pod wrapped up next week. We told you what we got to talk about. We got the treasures. We got Booker T's bio. We got backlash and we got Brian Pillman all coming up next week. And that's when we'll talk to you. So thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears. Reese Turner, Casey Corbin. Thank you very much. Peace. Have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.